ass I was supposed to be How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids But then it changed That's the way it is Come on, come on That's just the way it is Hey everyone, uh, happy Sunday. What you just heard was changes by Tupac and Apple. We'll be talking about a few changes as we move towards the new normal after the pandemic. Remember in Super Smash Brothers when Donkey Kong would charge up his punch for a good five seconds before making that knockout blow? Well, those five seconds are where we are today with the state of tech. There has been really minimal mainstream innovation in the last few years, but we're at the precipice of a few paradigm shifts, and the next decade will be a perfect storm. I wasn't paying attention to tech news in the early 90s, Uh, Sesame Street was more down my alley, but I can imagine there was the same feeling at that time, but with the internet. The pandemic has accelerated many ideas forward by years. One we always talk about is remote work. Tools have been created to be able to do distributed work more efficiently. With that, it gives many the freedom to work from anywhere. Similar to geographical independence, we've seen an increase in financial income independence in the last few years. It's easier than ever to make money on the internet and not be shackled by the corporate overlords. Uh, Sorry, Satya. All of this starts with tools that allow us to do, be that one-man company. In the basic sense, these tools have been here for years. APIs or even services are essentially hiring engineers from another company for a specific purpose. Using the Stripe API is like having Stripe engineers on your payroll, and to a lesser extent, using Gmail is like having Google engineers implement a way for communication within your company. But we've come to a point where we're shifting from creating tools for efficiency, especially for the enterprise, to creating tools for creativity for the individual. We're ushering in the creator economy. As a data point, Ben Thompson, who writes the paid media outlet Stratechery, one of the first to move to an independent paid model, makes around $3 million a year. A lot more than what he made at Microsoft before he quit to focus on his blog. Though Ben Thompson is independent to a certain degree, it's hard for many to start that way without the help of a central platform and its aggregated audience. One needs the backing of a YouTube or Twitter to get those eyeballs to your content. And what do those outlets want? A cut of your monetization. In the written form, I include a tweet from Ben Thompson. In that tweet, um, he talks about the new feature that Twitter recently released called Twitter Spaces. And within that, he brings up the insight around how when an organizer um, charges for an event, the various layers uh, that take a cut of your um, the profits uh, because you are using their services. Like, for example, Twitter does uh, takes a cut of it. Apple does because for the uh, sake of being on the app uh, app store or Twitter being on that app store. So uh, it, he just points out, he doesn't say anything else. He just points out the fact that a $10 um, entry fee uh, that organizer might only maybe get like $5 or $6 or something like that. And, and along the way, there's so many different layers that take money because of the fact that you, they're, you're using their services.
Paradigm shifts are like memories, and you probably know how that saying goes. Uh, transitions are not singular, but they are a perfect storm of multiple forces that create a new way of thinking and doing. The 2010s saw a tremendous amount of clout and power accumulated by a few institutions at the top. These incumbents have positioned themselves and their businesses to become invincible in the current landscape of what we know as the internet. Uh, they are the modern-day uh, pipes and roads that get us the information to run our daily lives. The internet was the layer that allowed people who trust each other to connect, collaborate, and do business at scale. Uh, companies like Amazon, Facebook, and Google facilitated that trust between each other and thus became a centerpiece of the internet we know. We're now seeing clarity in a shift where blockchain and crypto can facilitate that trust layer and remove the need of these incumbents. This alone will allow for a more equitable and fair internet for everyone. I can already hear the bears making their way here. Uh, before that happens, uh, one quick aside. When we talk about crypto, uh, many think of the currency. That's one use case, uh, very much like how communication is a use case for the internet among the many. Coming back to the Ben Thompson insight that I mentioned before, uh, in a world where we don't have these incumbents, not only taking a cut of our money, but dictating the terms, blockchain will allow creators to capture the complete value from their audience and users. We're still at the early stages of the various Legos that sit on top of the blockchain that will allow us to do that. But more recently, uh, we've seen many concepts pop up mainstream. Uh, NFTs, DeFi, social tokens, DAOs, for example. Altogether, uh, this would allow anyone to create, capture, and exchange value through a decentralized platform, forming digital economies, and with a few more Lego pieces, one day, an immersive metaverse. In summary, uh, the three main areas combined will shift how we communicate, do work, and govern ourselves. And those are, number one, distributed work. Number two, the creator economy. Number three, cryptocurrency. Though many questions are still to be answered, the vision is getting more apparent, and I cannot be more excited for what's to come. Over the next few months, I hope to get deeper in each area to learn more and ultimately think about the next era of product problems. Well, that's a wrap on episode one. Um, really trying out a few new things here. Uh, number one, um, I really admire newsletters that have uh, very uh, dependable, structured formats. Um, so towards that, um, I'm creating something, uh, a recurring uh, series on my newsletter uh, called 555. So five links, five insights, and 500 words. Um, Back in 2016, I used to uh, read a lot of articles and then I tweet them out immediately with some insight. Um, thought it might be better to consolidate that uh, through a newsletter. Um, personally, I struggle to find uh, interesting articles. There's a lot of content out there. 
Um, I usually use Twitter, but thought um, I really need wanted some newsletter that consolidated things that I'm, I'm passionate about. So I thought, why not? I'll start one. Um, and secondly, um, I'm experimenting with um, uh, podcasting, uh, more or less really just starting out reading uh, my blog posts. Um, sometimes it's easier to listen to um, a article rather than uh, read it, especially since uh, we now have a commute again. Um, so with that, uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, I'll be doing this on a weekly basis, basis hopefully. Um, and uh, it will be various topics uh, that I am interested in and I've, I've uh, dug into, um, as well as uh, there are other series that I'm thinking about as well. So with that, um, I will end this with an outro with Tupac. Come on, come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh yeah. I want to be only way I've, I've been practicing my whole life to live my life is to be responsible for what I do. I don't know how to be responsible.